Hello there, piss freaks of urination. Uh, this is Tom Takar here uh, with another episode of Stand By Your Band. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Um, just wanted to give you a heads up. If you're one of the people who just wants to hear us talk about Taking Back Sunday on this episode, you're going to want to skip about the first 35 minutes, um, maybe maybe even to 40. We screwed around a lot here, and then we took a break and started talking about the band. We, we were a little all over the place here. We were having a good time. Uh, we uh, have the hilarious Shane Torres on, and we we got lost talking about his touring and uh, Clusterfest and a bunch of really fun stuff. So if you enjoy that, like we did, uh, hey, I think you're going to like this episode. But like I said, skip to about minute 38 if you want to miss that. And it, really at about an hour in is when we start listening to the music and stuff. So uh, jump in. Uh, I hope you enjoy the episode. If you, if you like the show, rate and review on iTunes. And how about you get on that Patreon, baby? Uh, all right. Love you. Thanks for listening to the show. Bye. What did you guys wake up to on a Monday morning that made you want to take back Sunday? And they answer. Take a look. The worst thing that I ever woke up next to on a Monday morning, which would make me want to take back Sunday, which is very clever. Question. With the possibility of, like, like an, like an impending, you know, Armageddon, um, I've heard that it's supposed to, you know, rain lava, and lava's hot, very, very hot. And so if I woke up and went outside, say, on a Monday morning, and I walked outside and it was raining either frogs or lava, I would probably want to go back to bed and wish it was Sunday when it wasn't raining lava or frogs. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Stand By Your Band, the podcast where comedians defend music that they like that other people don't like so much or make fun of or do enjoy but just shit on. Or sometimes it's just music that we feel like talking about. I am Tom Takar, and I have, of course, joined by the Prince of Snarkness himself, Tommy McNamara. How are you doing, buddy? I'm doing well. I'm excited. The new hiatus is over. We took a six-day hiatus, <laughs> and we're back. Yeah, every time that we're not recording this, bi- this podcast is a hiatus. It's a hiatus. It's a so hiatus. Like, like nighttime. Nighttime. Yeah, <laughs> yeah when, you are, when you're asleep, it's like, another hiatus, guys. I'm sorry hey, we're not. Yeah, when we sleep at night, that is technically a hiatus from, yeah. uh, from us <laughs> producing content. Yeah. Shane Torres is on uh, the podcast <laughs> How today. Are you, Welcome good to, to see Planet you. Pissness. <laughs> is that what you guys call this? <laughs> what is Pissness? What is that? Instead of Planet fit- Fitness, ah, I didn't Planet get it. Pissness. Okay. Ah. Yeah, yeah. Or Mary Pissness. <laughs> or Hari Krishnu. <laughs> Hari Pissnu? Hari Kanabalu. He, he did that food documentary. <laughs> That's correct. Yeah, yeah. Uh, welcome back to the podcast, buddy. Our Thanks first repeat guest. Am I really? No. no. <laughs> I've said third. that so yeah, it's you, it. Mike Racine, Lisa Traeger. Anybody else? I think that's it. That might be it. Who did they defend? I honestly can't remember. Aqua and uh, Red, Red Hot, Hot Chili, Chili Peppers, Peppers for Lisa, and Limp Bizkit and Fifty Cent, Fifty Cent for Mike Racine. Uh, yeah, I could. Who somehow never fully understands the premise of the show. <laughs> Third time, <laughs> he he'll get it. Oh, I love Mike, but yeah, that's a. Uh, 
<laughs> it's not shocking that those are the two acts he would decide to defend and also not really understand <laughs> what he was supposed to be doing. <laughs> we love him. You know him. You have. Uh, we love him. You know him. <laughs> yeah, so, you have, we love him. You're neutral. You on know him. him. <laughs> <laughs> Am you guys getting crackle on me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I gotta okay. turn you down a little bit here. Okay. You're, go, you're off the rails. No, no, you're good. I'm sorry. There I bring go. so much. I like when you're on. No, podcast. some people are too far away from the mic. You're on top of it. We just turned you up too high, and now okay. you sound like a delight. What a sweet boy. What our, our sweet baby boy Shane's yes, on the show. Thank you for playing that clip to open the show. <laughs> we like to find the most embarrassing thing that we can that find. That was bizarre. We found worse things. That, that could have been worse. I but like, that was one of those things like, you know, even the cameraman was just like, oh, Jesus. Yeah, <laughs> well, yeah, he stalls he for time great. by repeating the question very slowly and out of order. You know I, I hated mean? the way he <laughs> repeated the question. Yeah. And then still, with all that time, he bought himself. <laughs> It was such a bad answer. It's what's odd about that clip is Tommy sent it to me, and the host of that show is Sarah Schaefer, who used to uh, star in the show Nikki and Sarah Live on MTV. Yeah, Until you which stole her job. Into you up with Nikki Glaser starring Tom Takar. I'm the new Sarah Schaefer. Schaefer, bitch. You're the new Sarah. Schaefer. That's right. Watch out, world. <laughs> no, she's gonna. I think she's great. Gonna you're taking another job from a qualified lady. Uh, you know these half Indian boys yeah. taking our jobs. God damn you, half Indian boys! <laughs> I like that. Do song. it to me every time. <laughs> I love that. Um, Shane and I were just at Clusterfest, yeah. where Shane did one of my favorite things I've ever seen anybody do. Is it I legal clustered. for me to talk about this? Sure, I have the. I have the. We, we should I play that. The, video. I sent you the footage. I'm That's, sure somebody else yeah. did too. Probably lots of people. But well, no, some people were just like, "What were you thinking?" It, it worked so well, though. Uh, what Shane did it was put a very that on the podcast. Ballsy move. Maybe I will. Maybe I will. Um, Shane, right before he goes up, comes up to me and he's like, "I think I'm going to have them intro me as Louis C.K." <laughs> and I was like, "That is a great idea." <laughs> And, uh, and to Sam J's credit, she was down from the start. And I will say, Sam J nailed the intro. Yeah, she, she did, did a great job. It was a tricky way did. to do it. It was. It seemed legit how she did. It. I mean, there was. If you knew what was about to happen, you were kind of like, "This is funny yeah. how she's doing it." But I think as an audience member, they bought it because so Sam J is hosting the show, and she finishes her set. It's fine, and she, <laughs> <kidding>. she crushed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she did fine. And uh, no, <laughs> I'm just kidding. I she think it's crushed. Funny to say that. Anyway, uh, <laughs> well, I'm, I, I will say Sam crushed all day because she crushed. Anyway, I know you're just ribbing, but I'm I, just kidding. I'm yeah. taking the defensive think, point. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. So <laughs> then she goes, "All right, uh, I'm going to bring up your next comic, and your next comic, he's someone who like went through something." And, you know, it's complicated and it's t it's a tricky issue or whatever. And then she was like, he wants to, like, come back and he's trying to see what he can do. It was very, like, long but felt sincere. Yeah. And then she was like, all right, ladies and gentlemen, Louis C.K. And people lost their fucking minds. Yeah. But some of them you heard, like, no. Wait, oh, I forgot. Yeah, it was a tricky sitch. It's funny because I feel like some comics who have left and like have been 
kind of like have had something come out about them where people are have turned on them. If they got that intro, they wouldn't get introed like that. Like yeah. Tommy McNamara. People <laughs> found out about his piss fetish. <laughs> yeah, all piss face. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, but I hadn't even considered people's reaction. I wasn't like, oh, maybe they'll like this maybe they'll hate it you know i i just thought it would be funny how it went and then i forgot about the fact that oh yeah there's gonna be a reaction yeah one way or another that's the uh well that's like what's funny about it to me yeah because then i come out and you know like if anything the joke is (laughs) in my mind one of the jokes is that it is insane that I am more bookable than Louis C.K. <laughs> <That's laughs> so if you really think about, you know, like, yeah. you know, like a guy who influenced this most recent generation of comics, like to a massive yeah. degree. And the other irony of it is, because uh, I had done it once before. Yes. Okay. I heard about this. Yeah. Is so that you've been you've been not, working it out? It's not like he's not funny. <laughs> it's not ironic, I right? Guess. It's not, but it's not like he's not funny now because yeah. he turned out to be a creep. Mm-hmm. You know? Sure. Um. Which is something I've been trying to work on in my act about, like, uh, people failing you and what it means to you. Yeah. Creative. But, you know, like, because six months ago, which is probably about when that all came out, right? Uh, it was, I remember it was during the New York Comedy Festival. So no, maybe, maybe, maybe seven, seven months, months ago. Yeah. yeah. So nine months ago, think about how happy everybody in that room would have oh, been. Oh, yeah, for sure. 8,000 yes. people would have lost their fucking mind. Yes. You know, like... <laughs> we should have... You know what I just realized? We fucked up and should have introed you on this podcast. <laughs> That's Louis C.K. We can do it again. We can cut this part. Yeah, 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 just yeah. Really- Maybe, if you, hey, if you hear this, it means that I didn't do what I said I was going to we do, should which put is that video. probably going to happen. We should put that video in the episode. Yeah, yeah, I'll yeah. put it, I'll oh, put it put in somewhere in there. Yeah. It's it's very... It was very fun to watch. It and was you can hear Tom laughing the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry about that. It's so fun. I love it. I, <laughs> I love loved it. It was so Amy funny. Amy Miller and I were talking about how we love your laugh. How that means a lot to me, because a lot of these fucking Doug Loves Movies people... People hate my fucking laugh. Yeah. So I've, I've you mean stopped. Doug Benson? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, That's what I call him. I call him Doug Loves Movies People. Yeah, all these crashing people. Yeah, <laughs> and it's people who starred in the show Crashing. <laughs> Doug uh, Benson is one of them. I do think it's a uh, you know, and the and it's defeat because the joke is not what Louis did. It's that everybody yeah has a feeling about it. And yeah, like, sure. And then I come out and I clearly am not Louis. Yeah. So you can't confuse me with him for a second. Uh huh. Yeah, no, it was super funny, and obviously, yeah, yeah, people in the podcast, in podcasting, people don't know what race anybody is, Uh, yeah, uh, Tommy's Hawaiian, (laughs) look at those shoulders, I can't, uh, I'm trying to think of a voice, and no matter what, it'll be bad, so we're gonna, yeah, brother, isn't Moana Hawaiian, you could do that, maybe, Uh, I never saw Moana, oh, that's right, because you don't like feminist movies, (laughs) Up top, sick bird. Oh, I hope the um, mic's picked up the high hotness hell of that yeah. clap. No, um, we'll put that video on here. It was super funny and really disrespectful to the festival that is Clusterfest. I wouldn't <laughs> do a thing like that, but hey, Shane, you don't give a shit. Take some big swings, baby. Uh, you can't that, hit a home run without going for the fence. You know what I'm saying? That's a good point. Uh, yeah, unless I you was hit an in-the-park home run. terrified which, Yeah, how that was going to go. I was very I interested. Told, yeah. I asked because I didn't want... Because it was uh, David Cross's show. It was his Oh, that's show. right. So uh, I, I asked before. I was like, hey, man, I want to do this thing, but I want to ask. Yeah. Uh, like, And he was like, okay, what is it? And I told him what it was, and he goes, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, that's he was awesome. all on board. I love that. And then he was like, he literally was like, he was like, 
and then he kind of like he was like yeah go ahead and he kind of just started laughing and he was like yeah go ahead <laughs> that's so funny and that then um, we were like riffing like what the funny way to bring me up was and then like I think he said something like well guys can't say he's not funny <laughs> or something like that and I think I said that's really I said, funny like you know a year ago you would have loved this or <laughs> that's so funny and then we um you know, it brought out, and it worked because I came out right away. People were like, I was like, kind of like, I got you. And yeah. Like, and Sam did such a great job introing. And then, like, yes. I was like, because I was like a big sigh of relief when I sure. walked out. Because uh, Sam also, like, she gave me some dap, and then she was like, I love you, go get it. And I was like, okay. You know, and that kind of set me at ease a lot, too. Yeah. Because I was like, it was a huge room. Uh, it held, I, I believe it held like 8,000 people or something yeah. like that. Yeah, it was pretty wild. Yeah. And you murdered it. it and that was, was super like, fun that is the watch. biggest crowd I've ever played in front of. Oh, really? Hey, I've never paid 8,000. I mean, I haven't either. Yeah. I don't know why so I that said was it like, like, I was oh, like, pish like, posh. After I said that to Cross, I was like, why would I pick now to try it? That's yeah, so yeah, funny. Like, because that's the stakes. It's. It may, I also think there's something to that where it's like if you swing that high, you're like, well, I tried something and it's silly. And when you try something silly like that, it loosens you up a little bit. Yeah, you feel that? Yeah, for sure. Because they and they went way over the top. You know, they went with it, and I was kind of like came out and like you know danced a little bit. And I was like, <laughs> "It's me, I'm back." And then like I could just and then I just went in to uh uh and, which I hadn't been doing, but I was like, the idea was like if this doesn't go well, I cannot do new material sure, i have to like sure. really get them so yeah, I, like, yeah. My, my, I was like you're just going straight into the fieri bit no matter yeah what. Yeah, yeah. yeah so yeah. you went from uh to from uh louis ck to shitting on anthony bourdain <laughs> <laughs> that happened a week after oh that's right yeah. it was pre yeah, yeah. man what a what a, what a bummer that was yeah, <laughs> yeah that <would've... laughs> we were like, we, hey, like mad then we liked him <laughs> then we hated him again that's so funny <laughs> that'd have been me like just like me like you want to fight and they're like that's so funny <laughs> then you want to find to just sit down and stick my chin out and <laughs> oh my god um how was the rest of your cluster fest it was uh it was really beautiful, man. Yeah. Um, that was my big, big show. One, uh-huh. you know, that I was on, and then I did. After, shortly after that, you know, I watched Cross the whole time from the back, uh, and I kind of went out and like took some pictures and stuff of people. Yeah. Uh, but I was like, <laughs> and they were unaware you were taking them. <laughs> <laughs> I just like having the pictures of people who have seen me do my art. <laughs> It well, like, you know, it's up. such a big thing when the first time you get a big thing, you know, yeah. like, and it's not the first time, but yeah, like any one of those of moments is like, they're so important. You know, like, we take them all for granted, no matter how lucky we are. Uh-huh. Eventually, you know, you take them. It's easier to realize how special they are in that moment. Yeah. But I, like, wanted to look f- you know, like it helps me to remind myself to look forward to those things when they're coming down the pipe. You know, like, like I was excited to open for Cross. Yeah. You know, but I was also like, not like giddy the whole time looking for. You know what I mean? Sure. And then eventually I got more and more excited to it. Yeah. But like, I can look at that picture now and be like, "That's a feeling you need to remember to tell yourself about it all the time." I love I did, that. Yeah, because like one of the things I like to do is like if I'm opening, um, so Kanane and I are buddies, and you know he plays. 
big rooms and Name stuff. Name dropper. No, I'm just kidding. He's been on the show. I'm Check sorry, out that I'm episode. Sorry. We can't all be on somebody more famous. Wow, than you like can't. me? You're doing it right now. I'm Tom's no. podcast. <laughs> <laughs> You're on Tommy McNamara live. <laughs> but I will take a TML. picture of myself in the theater that's empty after. Yeah, Friday. yeah. Because I like it's like that's a cool. You know, like I like I don't I have a fascination with being in places that people work that. When no one is in them, when they are totally. not a place of business, I really love it for some reason. Yeah. Like, especially the theaters, because you look out at the vastness of that room and how, how like beautiful it is, and uh-huh. like the time people and what a special place it is for people in that night. And then yes. like you get to be their point of focus yeah. for however long you're fortunate enough to do it. And then at the end, it all clears out, and it's all the same as it ever was. You know, the only thing getting taken with those people is is like the show. Yeah. You know, yeah. so like you get to be in that room after and feel it and look at it. So I have pictures of myself in some of these empty theaters. I like, love that. Yeah, uh, from the stage. I'll always ask like a stagehand to take a picture of me. I didn't get to do it at that one, but hopefully next yeah. year or something. But I have a bunch of pictures of myself in empty theaters, but it's because I didn't draw. <laughs> oh yeah, no buddy, one came to see it. they would not be putting me in these rooms if it weren't for far more successful. Oh, I shot for the fences. Yeah, <laughs> I said, "Hey, Tom Dakar solo, give me an eight thousand seater Madison oh, yeah. Square Garden, June <laughs> Twenty people, but um, <laughs> you know, I just think it's. Like, so like that those kind of pictures and those thoughts help me remember like that that's pretty special you know yes. you're very lucky to get to do them yeah and then the rest and then i went upstairs and did a show with kreischer uh-huh where it was a like a hosting story kind of show where he asked questions and stuff and, yeah uh and that was super fun he's a monster they replayed his episode of our show because he did the live you up uh featuring uh sam morill and him uh, from Clusterfest today on our feed so check that out if you are a serious xm subscriber or also uh, just become a serious xm subscriber get on there baby and Tommy needs to get his bills paid that's right although i see no increase or decrease (laughs) whether or not you listen uh but i'm sure it'll help us in the long run uh however i'm sure they'll give you more money because (laughs) hopefully yeah. yeah Uh, Patreon, by the way, get on our Patreon. We made koozies. I just spent an hour sending out koozies to people who are who are above six bucks on our Patreon. So get on there, baby. Yeah, we love you. <laughs> you know, I saw Stewart. Oh, oh my god, that was the coolest thing ever, dude. Did you oh, go John outside Stewart. to see John Stewart? Yeah, yeah, because he played basically the steps of City Hall across from them yes. in San Francisco. Wow, and, and it was, I believe it was like that one. I believe was eighteen thousand people, and they were all there. Uh, it, it was, was packed. packed. Wow! Although and, like, was... they had a viewing area for the comics and stuff. Yeah, I <laughs> did. I tell you what I did that the night. Pressure and I were getting liquored up. I got okay. Did I tell you my experience of this? No. So while John, while John, Stewart eventually was on... we will get to taking back Sunday. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, we are talking. We are here to talk about taking back Sunday. No, we let's are keep doing this because I got the show. This I got one fun. more story after. Yeah. Yeah. So um, while John Stewart was on, my buddy who works for Comedy Zone is the best guy, Jeremy. Uh, He's, Westfall? Yeah, yeah. I He's love the him. fucking He's best. the best guy. Uh, I Maybe he doesn't want me to tell this story. I mean, I, he did nothing wrong in this, and I probably didn't either, but he mm. took me to uh, this, uh, this room. <laughs> he took me to this room to charge my name phone. name a lot in. of other male comics who feel that <laughs> way. <laughs> he took me to a room to charge my phone. This is where his part of the story ends. And he <laughs> was like, all right, here you go. And then this room was like, it was like a little lounge or whatever. And then I left my phone in there to like go to the bathroom and go get a drink and stuff. 
And then I came back. Was in it the this room. at the after party? The last this night. This was pre after party, okay. but it was the last. This was d- right before John Stewart go- goes hey. up. Then John Stewart is on, and I decide there's a little lounge with clearly all these suits, the people in suits. Oh yeah, the. Uh- yeah. It was like a rich person's room, and there were these fancy-ass hors d'oeuvres in it and stuff. Zero comics to be seen. And so I was like, I'm just going to see what I can do here. <laughs> so, and I didn't want to go because it was cold outside. So I just started sneaking hors d'oeuvre after hors d'oeuvre, and I was the only one eating them. Uh. And, I, man, I ate some fancy-ass cheese. and she- I was going to go buy food. And then you I have like, no oh, idea just- what this food was either. I have you? no idea. It was amazing. Hey! Uh, <laughs> don't worry what that was about <laughs> no that was a star of the setup uh sonia denis walked by <laughs> that was i don't think you said the name of the it's movie it's nice right. to see it's you set wasn't it set it up is he called set it up or the set up set it up, set it up my bad the set it good. Up. hey one of us is endorsing it here tommy <laughs> one of them is one of you is naming it right too. Hey, yes. that's true that's see? Be now i get a high five that's why we need both of us oh wow yeah. for every yin you guys you guys almost make a person <laughs> <laughs> same goddamn name two toms don't make a right i'll tell you that damn <laughs> uh yeah you ain't right but two toms do make a tom tom which gets you where you're going <laughs> Hey, pretty good. I like it. Um, you didn't see. Also, too. isn't that a brand of drum? <laughs> I was thinking about the drum, and yeah. I, I didn't know if that's where you were oh, going. Oh, yeah. the One of the hosts of the music podcast. Yes. Look. Not an outdated <laughs> fucking bankrupt company. <laughs> Are you going after a big GPS on my show? <laughs> <laughs> iPhone really put them in their place, didn't it? <laughs> Uh, Tom Toms are still very valuable. We sell garments on this show, so I really shouldn't be flogging them so much. Yo, uh, do you sell garments? No. I, was like, <laughs> I was like, I was like, this is a pretty good gift for a podcast. Yeah, this is maybe the longest we've ever gone without talking about the band. Uh, anyway, let's keep going. Yeah. So I you watch it in there. Food. Then I go out and uh, play. Uh, they have a South Park Land at Clusterfest. I played. Uh, <laughs> what's that thing? Uh, fuck ski ball. And I got like a crazy high score, and I was yelling at the guy like, "Isn't this crazy?" And the guy was like, "Yeah, that's not great. That's great." And I was like, "Hey, come on! You got to be impressed by this. I got seven <laughs> out of nine, a thousand, or like ten thousands, or whatever." He didn't get. He would not be convinced to like it. But anyway, that's not that good. Then I got drank. I drank with Bert until three in the morning. And fucking, isn't he the fucking best? He's so great. He's uh, a, he really roots for people too. He was Look. such a sweetheart, and he was so good on the live. He, like, he's up, truly like rooted for me like a lot. Crazy. Uh, and been like a nice, like a nice guy to me. And yeah, be yeah. Like, um, just like he'll be like, "Can you do this?" If you can't do it, like, yeah. He doesn't. He never made me feel bad. They sent me up because we I opened for him somewhere, and we be, we became friendly. And then like they sent me up some dates. They're like, "Can you open?" For, and I couldn't open for Bert on any of them because I was already mm-hmm. booked, and I had like some or the other clubs were clubs I had headlined. And he didn't make me like I you know like you're very. Well, maybe maybe audiences don't know this, but like you know, because you feel indebted to them, and you are yes, be- mm. because they're gracious to you and uh-huh. they help you out. Uh, other comics who are doing better than you, essentially, mm. yeah, yeah. And then, yeah. Uh, but when you feel like you can't turn something down, it's a scary feel, you know, like because yeah. it's just like, is this an insult if I don't take that? Yeah. You know what I'm? You like, uh huh. You know, no, then, for sure. I mean, I like, and, but he was that. like, he was like, very much like. No, that's great. He's like, and I, I, like, because I saw him and I was like, "Hey, man, I'm sorry I couldn't do any of those things." He was like, "No, it's good that you're not, you know." Like, yeah. and and he was like, you know, when you can do, you know, like, you know, he was like, he's, you know, and he didn't make me feel bad about it or yeah. anything. 
because like sometimes you know like it's such an incestuous world we live in sure that you are indebted for yes like whether you yeah. want to be or not and that's just kind of like because the, the dynamics are so weird because they, the they put you up or they and there's oh. so many big egos in this or they and buy like, you food people get their feelings hurt yeah. like i remember i i took tommy with me to bloomington he didn't even suck my <laughs> dick. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and they'll never get brought again. <laughs> no, really. <laughs> yeah. So what you're saying is you pad your openers. You like a nice soft open. You oh, suck. What the hell? <laughs> Got his ass. Yeah, now I high five the other I want time. another high five. <laughs> oh, get it here. All right. You're but, a good man. <laughs> but uh, drinking with birth is... It's a, it's a death sentence, dog. Yeah, he, I, th- I fancy myself... A man who can drink a drink here and there. But. I kind of want another drink right now. I wish I'd got. Yeah, yeah. One. We'll pause before we yeah, talk pause. about this band. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking, uh, I did Gotham with him like maybe a year or two ago, and yeah. we were. He was like, "Let's go out and have drinks," and like his whole like his crowds. You know, they want to be with him because he's he is the party. It's yes, and we were just getting fucking wrecked. Yeah, and uh, this one guy was just talking my ear off, and Bert was like, you know, like talking to all of his fans and having a good time and they were all enjoying it and he could see this one guy just, ta, 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 just in my ear the whole fucking time and he goes i walk by him and he Bert, i was like hey, i gotta go to the bathroom and i walk by Bert, and he goes you're really taking a fucking ear beating over there aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> ear beatings. damn that's beautiful but we watched stewart together uh-huh. on side stage at clusterfest and you know it was like he was like kind of almost like it was so funny but it was also like a little like it was very poignant and proselytizing yeah. in a way that is I don't mean in a bad way. But like No, it was I've He was like he was like we need to be better to people you know, like yeah. whether or not mm, a million things like there has to be a good a dialogue essentially is the point he was getting yeah. across I felt. This is Stuart the Mad T V character. That is yeah. right. Stuart Yeah. yeah. Well, it's it's Stewie from Family Guy. Oh. When you know him <laughs> like we do, we call him Stuart. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> Mummy. <laughs> Mummy. <laughs> 18,000 uh. people. <laughs> Dude, that's the sad thing about comedy is if Stuart <laughs> or if Stewie toured, he would probably sell out funny bones across the oh, fucking you country. Think, you, you think he's even going to play a room that small? Bad. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah, we got to go see Stewie ass. <laughs> Do you think the dog's going to open for him? <laughs> Where's Meg? <laughs> no one wants Meg. <laughs> they want to hook up with her. She's like the sex symbol of the show. Yeah. Lois uh, is hot. People say it's though. Oh, <laughs> um, uh, shit. Anyway, so should we, should we wrap it oh, up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's wrap this up. So from Clusterfest, I got on a flight at like 6 a.m. and went straight to Las Vegas oh to do warm up on Netflix. Uh, for oh, Netflix, for the, was for it for the, the degenerates? degenerates? Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, shit! So you saw our friend Everybody Lisa, fun. who's she, been on this? Hell yeah, murdered that's dog. A, like it was it. like, uh, hell yeah. I was like, shit. Like yeah, yeah like yeah. And we love our Lisa. She was she was crushing. <laughs> she was, she really was crushing. Oh, this voice so, so, And then we were. I did two nights there, and I was like out drinking on the last night till like three thirty in the morning. Hell and yeah. then I had to be. In Boston the next night. Oh, my God. And I did the Wilbur with Canadian. But they're three hours ahead, so my flight was at, like, 6.45 or something. Yeah. Jesus. And Damn. and so it was 9.45 there. So by the time I got in, it was, like, 2.30. I was just like, <laughs> And then Canadian and I, like, we were hanging out. We do the show. It was super fun. We had dinner. And uh, we were both back at the hotel by 11.30, and Kyle was just like, yep, real rock and roll lifestyle I got here. Hell yeah. <laughs> and we that had a dream. Kyle 
ordered something at this Chinese restaurant next door to the hotel that it just looked like a bowl of jizz and noodles. <laughs> it was so gross looking. Kyle's been getting into some weird shit lately, so it might have been. But we were talking, I was like, <laughs> and I had like just like beef and peppers or something, you know? And I was just like, and he was like, he was like a small little intimate bar, and like, so the bartender was in earshot the whole time. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> and I was like, we were walking out, and I was like, how was that? And he goes, Looked like it tastes. <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Uncle Barbecue okay. just deserves this jizz and peppers. Oh, yeah. It was, but it was like, it, him and I are close, so it was like good to see him for a bit. And then I fucking got up and I had to be at Bonnaroo by 9.30. Oh, my so, Jesus God. Christ. So and then you just did really? four days at Bonnaroo. This is like, crazy. Cooked in the sun and like, <laughs> just like, you know, sunburnt to all hell. Yeah. <laughs> <and> <laughs> <laughs> it was fucking obscene. And the first day there, I had to do John Gamers's Power Hour show where Woo we just get liquored up and take a shot of beer. Every, like, John Gamers would pitch a show like that. Yeah, it was great. It was That's so a, fun. I was thinking. We yeah, took our shirts matter. off. It was me and him and Ayers. Like Kyle Ayers. It was Kyle's birthday and we crowd surfed. Oh, yeah. Ayers like crowd surfed the crowd. <laughs> I love that. Kyle. Did Kyle drink on it? Yeah, but he can't drink he beer. He can't so drink he was beer. Drinking yeah. Hard lemonade. Oh, my Hell God. Hell yeah. I love that. Birthday. That's so much worse than drinking <laughs> an hour's worth of beer. He's got all that sugar on top we got of it. That's and every time we, we took a shot, we're like, happy birthday, Kyle. <laughs> I love that. And then this is like the worst part. <laughs> we were all liquored up. And uh, I had heard that there was a surprise Cage the Elephant show. Mm. And, uh, you know, they were supposed to just like let word get around. I was all liquored up at Gabriel's show. And I was just like, <laughs> I'm going to go see Cage the Elephant. It's a surprise show. And I said it's like 400 people. <laughs> and then That's the, hilarious. And then the... Uh, one of the uh, the people who works for the company that produces it was like, we're like, what were you thinking? And I was like, ah, they're like, it's fine. It's okay. <laughs> I love that. And then I just was like drunk and in the sun for four days. Yeah. And holy shit, what a good time Bonnaroo is. Yeah. Like, uh, one, Anderson Park and the Free National are ridiculous. Yeah? It is so fucking insane to see that. He is... He's like an entertainer beyond belief. He was brilliant. Okay. okay. Sturgill Simpson is a goddamn rock star. Like, oh, hell yeah. Had you so seen great. him live before? No, I'd never Dude, seen him. Dude, he did the Beacon Theater, and I was shocked that he was doing that because I was like, I loved his music. I loved his first album. And like, I was like, this is really heady shit for the Beacon. Like, yeah. I was like, it's going to be a weird live show. And then he rocked the fucking place out. It was insane. Dude. Like, because it was. There were like literally like sixty thousand people watching him. Holy shit! And it was him, a drummer, a bassist, and a keyboardist. Wow! Yeah. And he went, and it was like it was like this. And there was no frills. There was no video. There was no yeah. smoke. Yeah. And he was I up there that. fucking ripping Dude, it up. He's a monster. And it was crazy. And he literally just goes, "My mid." He was his birthday when he was playing. He's like, "My midlife crisis is fucking dope." Hell <laughs> yeah! I love that. Did and he do then, any covers? Do that in Bloom? Cover? He did do a cover. It wasn't in Bloom. Did he do I, I can't remember what it was. I have to promise test. is great. Yeah. I, the promise is my favorite cover of his. Although I love In Bloom too, but mm. it was, uh, um, uh, I think it was uh, me and Eliza Skinner were standing there, and she was like, "That was awesome." Yeah, yeah. yeah. and and she's a huge music person too. Uh-huh. And then that those two Eminem, I was skeptical. What a fucking show! Really? Yeah, yeah and I mean like. Legitimately, like Trump's I was like, I don't think this is gonna be good. He yeah. pulled out his Trump song, and he's orange, orange. <laughs> <laughs> but he fucking blistered. Oh it yeah, was crazy. It was so Damn. good. And then, um, 
St. Paul and the Broken Bones. Yeah. They're amazing. They're amazing. I did press with Paul. Oh, really? And we were sitting next to one another, and he was like, I saw your bit about Guy Fieri. That was fun. No way. Yeah. And then he came to his show. At his show, he ripped the carpet off the stage, threw it on top of the audience, and then crowd surfed out to the camera stand. <laughs> that is so Singing sick. the whole time. Oh, my God. Crushing. I and love then, that. Yeah. And then. His um, voice is so great. And um, the, I mean, I got to be honest, the Killers, great. They were great. It was insane. Yeah. And I was like, I like them. What as did a you band. do? Were you, are you not into them? Are, are no, I like them, them, but I know you, they're you hits, you know, but I'm not a hardcore would, fan. But you didn't think they would yeah. be uh, sick? Were they, yeah. So they were real good? They were great. They put on a really good show. That guy's a frontman, and that drummer apparently writes all the songs. Really? And, and does all that. of it. I did not know that. He's like I the mastermind behind the, the flower band. Man and did and I was like looking, I was with Drennan Davis at part of the show, and we were like talking, and I was like, Jesus Christ, this, like he was going nuts. And I was like, because if, if you listen to it, he is a really good drummer. Yeah. Uh-huh. And I was like, Drennan Davis, I was, I was like, this guy's earning his fucking paycheck. And and Drennan was like, yeah, he writes like all the songs. <laughs> yeah, he it was great. And their paycheck. show was fun and good. Muse on the first night, hot turd. Yeah, um, I would have no interest in seeing Muse. Ayers and I, I don't a, hate. I don't like hate their music or anything. We I just, just I did it. a I bonus it. thing with them, and I was. I wanted to it. like it. Yeah, I did want to like it, you know. Yeah, and like the show was entertaining, and, so, and it was—I know they're big anth- anthemic songs, you mm-hmm. know. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I was just kind of like, Ugh. like yeah. I just underwhelmed. And my friend, who's a concert promoter, uh, uh, was just like, I was like listening to a ta- texting with, uh, texting with them, and they were like, I was like, I'm seeing Muse right now. I actually can I share I should show you guys the video of me and Kyle at the Muse show because we're Hell fucked yeah. up. It's very funny. <laughs> yeah. uh, and I was she was just like she was just she just wrote back. She goes, "Fake ass Radiohead." <laughs> but yeah, and then Bonner was great. Shout That's out to Marianne Way. She's the best. She she's great. And I, that, yeah. speaking of that, I will be on Butterboy Comedy at Littlefield, which Marianne books uh, the Monday following this. Podcast dropping, so come was, to that. Uh, I'm going to be bumping Tom from that. Yeah, that is how it works. <laughs> when Shane comes in, they say we got to get Tom out of here. <laughs> nope, Tom. <laughs> we couldn't possibly squeeze but Shane. Sorry, I know we talked so much about this stuff, but like, man, it was it was a great. That's trip. amazing. No, this. Is but great. I was like, it's I was home for two show. days, and then I went to Montreal, and I just got back Jesus. yesterday. What a trip! And I saw Hereditary last night, and I did not sleep. Quit doing that damn click! <laughs> it's creeping me you out. You are going seen the movie. to lose your shit. I'm yeah. gonna see it. Uh, I saw The Incredibles two at a drive-in. How was Pretty it? Good. I loved the I first it. one. The first oh, one was I saw wonderful. Incredibles two last night also. Oh yeah, it's great. Yeah. Nice. I speaking of Muse and horror movies. When I was in seventh grade, we had to make a horror movie. And my friend and I made one, which was terrible, but it included no, like a... Oh, don't say I'm sure it was great. <laughs> it included a chase scene where we had the entire song, Time is Running Out by Muse, but we played the entire song for like a three-minute chase scene, which uh, is so, so That's illegal. Also <laughs> and, uh, very like high school, like... And- that's long. Of course, we did not yeah. need three minutes that is of so chase. Funny. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not like the French Connection. Or <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> do you? I used to do that where I would write. I like I would try to write scenes and movies, but it was. I realized it was just a music video that I was making. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. You would hear a song and be like, "Oh, I could make a. I'm inspired to write a movie." It's like no, you're just hearing the song that you want to put in a scene. Or oh, whatever. for sure. I tried yeah. to write a whole rock opera based on Smashing Pumpkins songs when I was like twelve. That could still work. <laughs> and if I found like the notebook that they're touring that, again. Uh, yeah, I saw uh, Billy Corgan was at it Sirius the other day. Yeah, oh, well, yeah. I saw Brian McKnight one time when I was at Sirius. Hell yeah, he was back singing. to one baby. Yeah, 
He, that's the song he was doing in the studio. I mean, that's the oh. song. And <laughs> I had never seen so many women bordering into their... You know, Dude, late thirties into their early, late forties, oh, yeah, yeah. just get so horny so <laughs> fast because it was just like leopard print and moistness. It was <laughs> make you fall in love with me, and he, Dude has got it. So, like he fucked, fucking crazy. He's like. Make your dreams come true, and he was like, and at the end, he like he freestyled out a little bit, and it was just like, you fucking sexy son of a hell bitch. yeah! What happened to his ass? I you think he's. I mean, he's still releasing new stuff, but I mean, Damn. I think it's kind of hard to overcome. Back to one that, was not only it was one of those songs that wasn't just an R and B hit; it was also a country hit. Yeah, that doesn't really happen anymore. No, there's like a very few songs you can do that yeah, with. That it. used to be a big thing where it would be. It would be I will always genres. love you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, have yeah, you guys done a, a covers episode? Uh, we did Ta- reggae Kanane covers with Kanane. Did reggae covers, and it was great. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we should take a break and then start talking about <laughs> taking back someday. <laughs> We're taking break someday. Okay. Ooh, we'll yeah. be back on Let's Stand get another cockatiel. <laughs> hey, everybody. I beat up Tom and Tommy, and now I have control of this podcast. Welcome to American Gunfuck with Shane Torse, <laughs> where I discuss far-right ideals for you, the liberal. All right, what's up, cucks? Time for the show. Oh, <laughs> uh, what's up, cucks? <laughs> We're back to the podcast. Me and Tommy went to the bathroom together, as we often do. <laughs> we, I don't know what we missed out here. but <laughs> I think cuck is a great segue into Taking Back Sunday. That's oh, true. I have a real reason for this. All right. So the famous origin of Taking Back Sunday and Brand New, are you aware of this? Mm, no. So the front man for Brand New, Jesse Lacey, was originally in Taking Back Sunday. Really? And uh, they were high school best friends, him and the, uh, what's the guy's name? Uh, shit. I, the bass player? John, uh, isn't John it, Nolan. Yeah, 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 yeah. Who's John Nolan? Uh, he's the singer of Taking Back Sunday. Okay. One of the two singers. But uh, I'm going to quote from Wikipedia directly because their wording is very funny is as it, to what happened. Is he, or is he, I miss you so much. I think the latter. Uh, But this is the exact wording of what happened that caused them to split off and form separate I read a lot of... This is like... I did no research. I just did the music. Taking Back Sunday controversy, it's all about this one thing. So here's how Wikipedia sends up in one sentence. At a party, Nolan reportedly romanced Lacey's girlfriend... After which Lacey left the band. And I just love romanced. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) The other thing I read is that... uh, Of course, their Wikipedia page doesn't say had sex with. (laughs) You know, like, it uses uses such a strong synonym like romance. It's funny to hook up with someone at a party and 20 years later it's on Wikipedia. I call it romance. (laughs) Uh, Stereo Gum, a little bit more provocative, said (laughs) brand new frontman Jesse Lacey was originally the bassist for Taking Back Sunday. Uh, then frontman John Nolan apparently hooked up with Lacey's girlfriend at the time, which caused Lacey to leave the band and eventually start brand new. Which and even is... a more provocative hustler wrote, uh, Nolan, <laughs> raw dog Lacey. <laughs> XOXO, I also love going to the movies and, and just wearing socks. <laughs> uh, and the snuff film critic says... <laughs> <laughs> the snuff film herald <laughs> um do you think that's how this podcast is gonna end 
Oh, romancing? <laughs> yeah, one of us is going to romance the other's lady. If you fucking even I think you two will <laughs> fall in love and decide you can't that, Yeah, we'll romance each other. That's right. On one of our frequent right, together bathroom trips. We'll be <laughs> one of the great romances of the 20th century. It's called a Take Back Sunday song title. Ooh. Okay, so... We did so. We did a little research on Taking Back Sunday. That's, I like what you guys call research. <laughs> that was most of what we found. And as a lot of our uh, listeners know, I almost said fans, and I almost made myself throw up. Uh, well, a lot of our listeners know when we research, we search uh, the band, and then either sucks, gay, or controversy, <laughs> uh, or you know, or wiki for me. Um, yeah. Tommy, what are your research methods? Is that is that pretty much in there? Yeah, I'll do all that. I'm trying to like. I'll we just search to on the YouTube. So too. you Google. You, you know what I also do? I also Google. I Google whatever the band or artist name drunk, just to see if I can get a good. Oh, video. That's, that's good. Um, this one there was there was only there was one video of the singer punching a fan in the face, which happened with our last episode. I think this happens a lot in music. Yeah, that, like drunk fans storm the stage and the singer has to punch them. Oh, yeah. I think it happens more often than you'd think. <laughs> Probably. I'm going to look yeah. up uh, Taking Back Sunday Piss and see well, <laughs> when happened. we did Red Clay, uh, Pat- <laughs> Patterson told that story about that guy like jumping up on stage and kind of hit uh, Cooley in the mouth from oh, drive-by truck. And then he said, then Cooley just drop-kicked that motherfucker right off the stage. <laughs> <laughs> I love that so much. It was awesome. All right, so I looked up Taking Back Sunday Piss, and what I found was, Odell Beckham penalized for peeing as he did an act out of a dog who's peeing. And it's uh, Sunday, of course, is a reference to football. I see. Yes. Um, so I guess, hey, as far as Taking Back Sunday goes, piss is not concerned. I took, I searched Taking Back Sunday in the podcast app to see if there was a podcast about them. I've ever done, done this, yeah. And uh, it was just an actual sermon called, in quotes, Taking Back Sunday. And did you listen to it and find a little uh, light in your life? <laughs> Turns out, love the big man. <laughs> <laughs> what if it was the preacher just being... <laughs> just, uh, He's just love quoting lyrics. Let's start off this this part of the podcast by listening to... You mean the actual basis of this podcast? Yes, the, the actual premise of this podcast and not just us riff-rapping around, having a good time. Uh, let's listen to uh, the wonderful owner of the beautiful Comedy Attic in Bloomington, Indiana, Jared Thompson. Oh, shit, I forgot about this part. <laughs> You sound excited for this oh, part. Yeah, like he's such a goddamn sunny person. He's the best. He is cool. We I love, love him. Yeah. He's a friend and foe of the podcast who created shirts that claim that he created this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, a weird thing to do, and uh, yet we still love it. <laughs> this is Jared Tompler. What's up, y'all? This week they went to Jared. The boys are going to have a guest on defending Taking Back Sunday. Um, when Tom texted me this morning that you guys are going to be talking about this, I, I didn't know what this is. Um, I don't know for sure that I'd ever actually heard it. Um, you know, obviously, as someone that doesn't listen to this kind of music, I my first thought upon hearing it was, this sounds like Hot Topic, which is, I think, exactly what <laughs> I'm supposed to think. I mean, I think that my guess is, even though that's kind of a cut down, I think that that's what they wanted. I mean, I, I can only imagine that when this band was around, um, their shirts and whatever were probably They're sold in that store because that's exactly what they sound like. Um, I read, uh, you know, in reading about the band, I see that they've got some, um, 
some unfortunate lyrics about women and just kind of icky stuff all around. Not surprising. I mean, emo and really pop punk, those genres have had kind of a storied history with uh, trouble spots when it comes to that. Um, You know, at one time in my life, I, I listened to music that sort of became this, I guess. Like, I don't know what wave we're on in emo. My my guess is this is probably considered third wave emo, I guess. But if anyone that's listening that actually likes this band, which I don't know if that'll happen, um, there's a band from uh, a little bit earlier than this, like maybe mid to late 90s. They were around before that, but there's a band uh, called Lifetime. And the album that you should listen to is called Hello Bastards. And they have several albums, and not all of them are great. Um, But this is an example of when you hear a band who, like, you can tell maybe they kind of liked good music, and you're you're thinking that a kid is going to hear them for the first time. You know, Lifetime Hello Bastards, which was on Jade Tree, is is an album that I think is... 10 million times better than what I've heard when I've tried to listen to Taking Back Sunday. So anyway, I will talk to you guys later. Thanks. Can I talk? Hold on. Okay. Can I live? Uh, Can I live? All right, we're back. (laughs) That was Jared Thompson on Taking Back Sunday. Insightful? Yeah, actually, I think I can't. Uh, hey, I you decide. can't completely disagree with what he's saying. No, I like that yeah. there was a suggestion, Jared. That's a good uh, feature for this. You like, know, I crazy. like what's that? I was reading an interview that with he, one should of the guys. A, he should give. He should give a prompt. yeah. If yeah. you if you have thoughts on this band, but if you're like, oh, you like this, but you want to hear something that you think that you, Jared, thinks is better, give a suggestion. I love that. That's a good time. So yeah. one of the members of this band, when being interviewed, cited Lifetime as a major influence. Wow. So that's crazy that Jared's ear picked up on that. Jared is a smart it's man. not a hard thing to pick up on. But yeah, like I, I would have... No, I mean, like I'm saying, like I don't yeah, know yeah, Lifetime, yeah. but like this sounds... You know, like I would say as much as I do like still listening to this band yes. on occasion, they don't sound so... Um, this is going to sound shitty, and I don't mean for it to sound as shitty as it does, but they do not sound um, as uh, like innovative as they are listenable. If that makes sense, like mm-hmm. like they are kind of a clean. Like I know it's like kind of crunchy and raw music, yeah. and, and like and it's driven by like the the way the guy sings and stuff mm-hmm. and like distortion, but it is um, still very listenable. Sure. Yeah. You know, like, it is an extremely good version of the kind of music it is. Like, yes. I, I totally agree with that. Yeah. And, and a, I think that this is a testament a testament to that. I had never listened to this band before today. What? I had never gotten... They weren't one of my guys. <laughs> Sorry. That was not I, I, had my, <laughs> I had my versions of this... I, I listened to them and I was like, I know this music. You mean your like, covers that you would put on YouTube? Of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have my version of it. I would read the lyrics and while the I played music. guitar. <laughs> 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 so you can check that out uh, under uh, Lifehouse. <laughs> I have a band called Lifehouse. Um, uh, yeah, House of Life is a uh, is what I call church. <laughs> so take it back Sunday. Uh, Speaking of testament. I looked up, yeah, but no, in despite having never 
listened to them before. I listened to this playlist you sent us. I'm not going to tip. Uh, I always do this. I always say I want to say tip my hat, and that's not right. Tip my cap. I, no, I don't want to do that either. I, I, the right one? I, no, bury the lead. No, no. Yeah, I don't want to bury the lead. You stupid piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to bury the lead here. Uh, that's not it. That what I meant either. I, someday I'll figure out what I'm trying to say. With Cat's this. got your tongue. I, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, sharpest knife in the drawer. I don't want to give away uh, the eventual score I'm going to give them. But okay. I will say I was pleasantly surprised in that I a lot of the show is nostalgia. A lot of it's bands that people liked when they were 15. Yeah. And then if you listen to them for the first time now, you probably wouldn't like that. I really liked a lot of this playlist. I was surprised by that. Okay, cool. For some, for a band I'd never listened to, you know. And also, I kept uh, when looking them up, I kept accidentally looking up less than Jake instead of taking <laughs> back Sunday. I don't know why I've always gotten them mixed up. I know they're nothing alike or whatever, yeah. but yeah. the names I they put them all together. And uh, also, Three Days Grace I put with this, which I actually Jesus. think does work. But I think this is a much better version. Ugh. Now, Three Days Grace is more like uh, you'd, be, you'd you'd have a hard time finding someone you know to come on this podcast and defend Three Days Grace. Ooh. I, I, I kind of want to defend Three Days Grace now. Maybe a year I ago. Hate everything about you. Oh, that is them. Oh. <laughs> so I was in a restaurant, empty restaurant. It's me. I walk in. It's in my hometown. There's the guy working behind the bar. And then there's like people working there. No one's in there. This song is playing. I hate everything about you. I got ah, three days grace. Nice. And he just looked at me. <laughs> <laughs> Zero response. Oh my god, that's so funny. Yeah. Uh, hold on a sec. <sighs> Christ. Yeah. Are we still Wait, talking? Oh damn it! I have to like uh, pick a fucking device. <laughs> This is the, I hate everything about you, by the way. I was going to say, so... This is such a high school band riff. <laughs> it sounds so cool. <laughs> this is in... Like, Tommy, you have that figured out in your head already, day. right? You have that riff so, already figured out in your head. Yeah, yeah. so this is... Uh, the first time I heard this song, I was in a video game called, I believe, NASCAR 2006. Oh, my, it wasn't me. It was my roommate was playing, and I was like... Every time yeah. we no one thought that game. After my, every <laughs> my 2006, the official video game of roommates. <laughs> my girlfriend in Canada had this game. <laughs> but listen to this. Hold on. Hell yeah. This is like every roommate that owns NASCAR 06. So fucking. Cool. We have to. Get we to shouldn't do this. You know, I, and I do oh, hate yeah, shitting right. on other people's art. I always think it's. Of course. Yeah. I know this isn't good. <laughs> yeah. Oh, but. I might have been drunk and liked this song at one point. You know, like that's, that's like kind thing. of yeah. That's the thing. You we I, it was like a thing where I was like an angsty young boy, but I associated all these bands that were like that like Three Days Grace and Taking Back Sunday sounded exactly the same in my head. Like the the band names, not the music. Just they're three words, kind of. Yeah, yeah, and it was like they are around. The, so they're not the same, but they are around the same time frame. Like yeah. In, mm. They're, they are they're right like they're big. They're like yeah. where they when they broke. Yeah, that era 
Like it was insane. Like I, I would say, I imagine they were successful around the same People time. People who love uh, Taking Back Sunday are going to hate what I just said, and I'm really sorry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I just didn't listen to it before. I'm not shitting on them or anything. That's just that's. I associated a lot of these bands together. There were all these three name bands that I did not give a. That shit was about. like a big thing with uh, emo. I think like bands were named like, you know. Whispers on the I mean, pillow, or Ball, you know, like Fallout yeah. Boy is right in there. Yeah, um, and I know they were a little later, but well, that's like they're different band. Taking back Sunday, different kind of band. Yeah, 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 yeah. But they were all they reminded me more of uh, Taking Back Sunday than Three Days Grace. Yeah, for sure. sure. They they they're more felt, artistic, they and I don't like mean they, that to say be sound. No, no, like, I, totally I would say they like lean you. more towards having better, like Jared was saying, better taste and are better. Absolutely, yeah. no, I I was shocked, and to be honest, I feel like Three Days Grace is. Just from like oh, Fayetteville, Arkansas. Three Days Grace is like yeah. shit that people who like uh, fuck. What's another angry guy music? Stained. Yeah, Stained is yeah. in there. People I who definitely like had a stained face. Uh, me too. I liked. I look. I'm not proud of this time in my life. Time I'm fine with it. I, I'm not Y'all ashamed. I'm not ass, saying like I'm ashamed <laughs> either, but I'm just not. I wouldn't claim it and be like, "See, I love good music." But no, loved, no, the, no. What's that one that's like outside the uh, outside the window looking in or whatever? Uh, yeah. And I loved the fucking hit, the uh, mud shovel. No, or stained. I'm a, I mean, oh, well, that was one of their songs. Was mud shovel? No, the it's I mean, the, it's been a while. It's been a while. My it's been so long. <laughs> it's so funny. It's been so long since I've legitimately listened since to it. I, I could forgot. see your face. <laughs> I do. I love any song that an alt rock song that has a breakdown about the father that you I don't see coming at first. <laughs> yeah, yeah. On my father. Yeah, and it's like oh, that's what this was about the whole time. Oh, it's weird. <laughs> Dude, <the laughs> he went country too. Yeah, yeah, he went. That's that's what I mean. That who's that American Idol guy He's definitely a Trump who guy. 100%. is in that? Oh, I totally buy that. Yeah. I think all let's these not guys cast dispersions we're not sure about. I will. <laughs> <laughs> let's look I'm not, up. I'm not saying he's all right. not, and I'm not defending him if he is. Let's but take. Think, don't a, you think that's uh, shitty if we just say? No, you're right. Uh, let's look it up. I'm looking it up right now. Stains Are we ever going to talk about taking back? Yes. Uh, Stains, Aaron Lewis proudly jumped into the basket of deplorable. <laughs> yep. Oh, my dispersions. Oh, God. <laughs> I gave him the benefit of the doubt, man. It's fine. We're a Trump podcast. No, Is he just like, he's just like, yes, they shouldn't be with their parents. Like, <laughs> Look, <fuck> hey. <laughs> uh, anyway. <laughs> no, of course that's. Wrong. Um, Tommy's been picketing in behalf of that law, but I don't get it. Um, <laughs> Change anyway. the law. <laughs> uh, anyway, let's talk about taking about back Sunday, and let's uh, really quickly something Jared or talked as I about. I call it going to church. <laughs> uh, Jared mentioned misogyny in their lyrics, which I I hadn't for sure. Like, yeah. but they don't think they're being misogynistic. Like. This article on uh, Medium.com says, uh, which it looks more professional than that. Uh, It says uh, it's from someone called Athena Talks, writes about bands of this time being uh, very misogynistic without even realizing it. Um, The one line she has from Taking Back Sunday, uh, she says, um, 
If talking about wanting to literally train a woman isn't misogynistic, then I don't know what it is. The trope of the manipulative, lying, untrustworthy woman is recreated again and again in pop music. We can see it in Kabuki Girl by the Descendants where they sing, You'll probably stab me in the back, but that's the chance I'm going to take. We should talk about the racism in that song too, but at the time I digress. It's again exemplified in the song Cute Without the E by Taking Back Sunday. She'll destroy us all before she's through and find a way to blame somebody else. All right. What do you guys think about that? It could be about their manager. That's true. Also, <laughs> like, I can't one. I mean, it's clearly not a- about their manager, but like, I, you know, that's a, like that's that's a hard thing for me to defend without. You know, like I can't defend mm, that. Like, yeah, 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 clearly. But I also don't know at all. Mm, yeah, you know that like, specific line taken out of context for me. Does it sounds like you could be talking about a specific person, yeah, and say, like and, and not the idea of yeah, women. I know and men and women who fit that oh description, Jesus, you know, yeah, go off about women yeah. for a minute, Shane. Yeah. <laughs> well, seventy-seven cents on the dot. I can't. <laughs> That's horrible. I don't uh, like. There's no defending that. Sure, if it's like because it is a general line. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Uh unless unless you know what it's about. Mm-hmm. It is a, it, it's clearly it is sexist and misogynistic without knowing it is. Like yeah. she's 100%. I can't disagree with that. Sure. Yeah. yeah. But what's funny is I this, can't there's there's no there's no but. Like I can't defend it. Yeah. But like that is something you are as a, a fifth like a lot of people are as a 15 to 26 year old man. Or sure. whatever, age. which is when you like taking mix on day. Yeah, which <laughs> yeah, is like yeah. when you when they made the music and yeah, when, when yeah. they made the music Dude. and when also when like you are not emotionally grown yeah. as a man, mm-hmm. you know. Like I mean, and I am sure there are like opposite perspectives that are certainly as deplorable as like like you know about like how do I say it? like there's probably a female artist from that time period who is like kind of shitty too without realizing it. you know without like, like sure yeah like i don't know how to say it. like i don't know specifically well, what a woman would I, do i know what I, men do I, I because do i'm think, a man but like yeah i i do think like if you were to listen to like a taylor swift line about men yeah. or about a guy i should say about a guy yeah if she's speaking because she speaks very specifically when she talks about men a lot of the time yeah which is like what makes it that like, makes it okay. Yeah, well, like, but it's, it's like her we don't, experience. Yeah, but we don't know that that's not this experience, I guess. Yeah, and I, I, but I, I not won't to give say, them the benefit of the doubt. I won't either. A lot either. of their yeah, music yeah. sounds that way. Sure. Yeah, yeah like, so I, I believe she's right. Sure. But, like, uh, I do, I mean, like, the first reaction uh, you always have is, because that's why it's a reaction, it's like, you're always just like, this is like a men doing another bad thing, and you're like, yeah. I do, I do, you know, like. I know what I'm doing right no, now. No, I can know, tell I you think- right now. I like I. I hate to keep comparing them to Fall Out Boy because I know. You, but the article that this lady wrote is called "Where's Your Boy Tonight," and it's which is a Fall Out Boy song, or it's a reference to a Fall Out Boy song called "Grand Theft Autumn." Um, and it's like I listen to the. I've been re-listening to them again, and it's so sexist sometimes because yeah. it's like I mean they literally talk about a wanting a woman to choke like. Like it's uh, the line is you look so good in blue, mm-hmm. and the line is about her choking to death. 
because they are oh, so that? resentful. That like, you look so good in blue. Yeah, yeah. So good in yeah, blue. Yeah. yeah. So wear Which me is a like nice a melody. locket. The melody is really catchy on that The song. line is, so wear me like a locket around your throat. I'll weigh you down. I'll watch you choke. You look so good in blue. You it's look like so a cute, good yeah, yeah. It's like a cute wordplay, yeah, but I it's didn't like know, pretty I violent know. towards yeah. women and not great mm-hmm. if you really listen to it. Uh, but as a fifteen, as a yeah, as like a sixteen-year-old, I was like, "This is like a cool like like you're you feel so angsty and like rejected or yeah. something." That's like a lot of what this and is touching on. We were both men raised by women. Yes, yes. so yeah, like, yeah. It's like I am not recognizing that exactly. In a lot of ways. I was like, "This." And I'm not people. trying to excuse yeah, myself, no. but I just say, just in my experience, my first reaction is to not. Uh, identify with like all the poison that a man would like sure. have like mm, like sure. the way they are saying it sometime so but, not to i don't want to stay on this for too long because this, this was just me finding me, this is and it's also kind of but I, I guess what i'm saying is like i don't like some uh, because of my mother and how she raised me i think she raised me i just how do i say this i don't identify with like how graphically sick some of this stuff can be right yeah. away. Like I just hear it and I don't put it together. Sure. And, uh, yeah. And my, I guess that comes from like, you know, like not getting so charged up by a man being like, like if my dad had been around more, I might be like, yeah, choke that bit. You know, like, you know, like I might be shitty about it, you know, yeah. like, uh, before as before I just kind of enjoyed it. And now like hearing it, I'm like, Jesus, I probably should have listened to my mom even more. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Um, I yeah I don't want to stay on this for too long, but yeah, it is it like it gets a little. Rough, I think yeah. that it's a thing where it's it's so funny. I was I've been listening to this podcast um, called I think it's called Dissect on Spotify. It's really interesting and it's about uh, they dissect music. They've done Kendrick and Kanye, and now they're on Frank Ocean right now. And they talk. They've been playing this clip from Kanye West in 2000. They 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 actually changed the year on it both times they talked about it, but it's either 2005 or 2006. And it's from him in 2005 or 2006 saying, calling out rap, like he's supposed to be promoting, I think, uh, he's supposed to be promoting one of his albums. And he stops, he's like, look, I think we have a problem in rap where all these guys think it's cool to call things gay and be homophobic and it's bullshit all this stuff, I think it's, like, fucked up that the opposite of hip-hop is gay. He's like, if something's good, you're like, that's hip-hop. And if something, if a track is sucks, it's gay. And then I was thinking about that, and I was like, oh, shit, that was 2005? And back then, it was controversial for him to say that. Yeah. And, like, the misogyny's gone the same way, where it's like, we have to, like, analyze shit that like in real time and things things have shifted so quickly and we have to really think about now we get to think about things in a more clear way and i think guys well you can i think we've all been in like you know going against the soft guys kind of like yeah i mean like going against the grain now is like people are more i actually don't believe this is true but if you're around like people who respect you uh uh-huh uh which you you know like the important part of the point you're making about Kanye is that he was, uh, you know, he's on his way to becoming who he is, you know. Sure. And then, then now who he who he was and who he's become and stuff. So he had, he had people's enough uh, respect to get people's attention 
and ma- let them actually listen to him. And what's, yeah. what's crazy is about like, Kanye is he had just gotten that respect, yeah. too. So he could have never blown, respected him. But yeah, that's how you should then. do it. I yeah. think, like, you know, like, despite all the shit he's done lately, which... You know, like, yeah, we've talked we talked about it a lot yeah, on the last show. We I, I, we're going to talk I about it with Chris and that, Rob. You know, like, it's like... Yeah, it's like, who who's wholly good? Yeah. Like, you know, like... Big man up top, that's his only... I don't know. Uh, but Have no. you read his early stuff? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, he also mad. had some stuff against the gays. <laughs> uh, but I just, yeah, I don't, you know, I think, like, I can't defend the lyrics now, yeah, especially yeah. as a grown-ass man we'll who realize how shitty he's been. Because, yeah. yeah, we'll move on from that. I just wanted to call, I since Jared said that and I didn't read about it earlier, I was like, I'll Google it yeah. and figure out yeah. what I can find. Let's keep going. Let's keep. So, let's move into the actual band. Yeah, yeah. So when did you get into these boys? I remember it clearly because I was at a party. It was you were hooking up with a brand new girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> I was uh, I was uh, <laughs> off of uh, <laughs> off of uh, I was at a party off of uh, what fucking road was that? It's not Hemp Hill. Uh, maybe it is Hemp Hill. Hemp Hill in Fort Worth, where I'm from, close by there. Anyways, and uh, this band was, and I heard him. I was like, this is. Great! I like. I heard it. No, they were playing. I was like, because I was like, I you know, like all my friends. It was, was post high school, probably I think. But like all my friends were like punks and like those kind of people. And I was like, what is this? And my buddy Rhett was like, and my buddy Jake were just like, it's this band taking my son. I was like, and I was like, every song I heard, I was like, shit, shit, you know, I, yeah, and really like it because I and because I understood how it felt. Like then I wasn't like analyzing the lyrics at that point. And totally. Clearly, yeah hadn't uh really done a ton of it now um but i remember hearing it and i was just like this is awesome like i need to go get this album yeah <laughs> yeah so that was the first time i yeah I, that was the first time i heard of it i was like got hooked never saw him live and i don't think i'm damn him. well uh that lead the guy who left and then came back is still back right mm-hmm. this the, they have the a singer crazy still around yeah well, my they have fr- a crazy it's very frustrating where to every band, band has yeah. left or every member of the band has left. Uh, They've never officially broken up, but they're yeah, there have been times like when no one is, yeah, they're, like they're basically them. they're such a skeleton of the like. They, well, that was like they got back to. I know they got back together a few years ago with like their prominent lineup. Mm. Their most successful lineup was back together. Yeah, uh, but it's interesting that for like their big. I mean, the hit that like. Got them mainstream mainstream attention wasn't even with the main like the the John uh, the, the John singer. fella uh, yeah fuck John Nolan wasn't even a part of the band but also I think the mainstream attention is relative because they sold so many records sure but I mean as far as Billboard they developed a diehard I I know I know what you're saying but yeah, yeah. I think if you look at the numbers they uh-huh. were like three on Billboard those first two albums which is crazy uh-huh. and people say oh Make Damn Sure is like their big crossover hit but they sold so many records yeah. with the original lineup so it's it's odd that they were still that they kind of exceeded with this other with like a different lineup yeah for sure but yeah, I liked. I listened to Make Damn Sure. Tommy, what was your history with these boys? I well, Make Damn Sure is my favorite song by them. Interesting. And, uh, I think it's so great. Can we listen to it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I pulled it up earlier. My friend and it I, might I feel not like this be... might be one of the m- more problematic lyrically songs. Uh-oh. <laughs> uh, 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 right. Oh no, it definitely is. Now that I'm thinking about it. But... So this is Make Damn Sure. 
Vocalist Adam Lazar explained the song's meaning to Karang. That sounds like a magazine. Uh, I was trying to point out how even though love can be beautiful, there's also a sadistic side to it, too. I didn't think my lyrics were any good at first. Looking back at the situation I was writing about now, I think I hit the nail on the head. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. Uh, Looking back, I I think I killed it. There was a sadistic side to love. Yeah. But... Yeah. Yeah, don't toot your own horn on something like that, <laughs> man. Uh, you let other people do that. Yeah. Right. Oh, shit. Uh, I'm kidding. I was like, why is it the ringtone? <laughs> uh, um, hold on a sec here. Yeah. So that you didn't put that song on the playlist, which I was surprised by. I like that song. but Yeah. I kind of like have been a fan of theirs in like um, a... Uh, general way like i do like them a lot but i can't yeah yeah. i this is a thing i have to say and i meant to say it at the top of the show or the top of this part of the show is that this music is very hard to enjoy if you have never been into it at this point and my at my age like Yeah, yeah yeah like meaning like not maybe not very hard but like i'm grown i'm past a lot of like i'm dealing with i understand Holy, what this music was like when I was first getting into it. But now I'm just not this kind of man anymore. For sure. Yeah. You know, like, I, I think I'm a little better, maybe a little worse in some ways, but like, this is, it does not age well in the sense of maturity. Yeah. And I think this happened, this is something that happens a lot with our podcast where like, I'll listen to the playlist and I'll absolutely love the songs I loved. That yeah. I'd heard when I was a teenager, and then the ones I haven't heard. I'm like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. <laughs> and it's the, sa- it's the same band. It's the same. It's doing the same thing. This this is, that's why I intentionally picked one of, their, yeah. one of their newer songs, like from a couple of years ago. Yeah. yeah. Totally. Should we? Let's go ahead and yeah, listen to Cute without, uh, without the E. Which yeah. I used to think was so clever, by the way. Then yeah. <laughs> Cute without the E. And you no longer think that, huh? <laughs> <laughs> what the hell is that about? Wow. Cute without the E. Fuck, dude. I gotta be honest with you. So, like I said, never heard this song before in my life. I really liked it. It comes out of the gate. Yeah. Oh, like, yeah. they're all of, a lot of their songs start, like, 
they don't. I mean, they don't start like Slayer or Pantera songs, but they come out like doing their version of ripping or yeah, 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 which I really like, and I like this song still. Like I can still yeah. listen to this. Also, thing. as far as this, and type I know the of- lyrics are problematic. A lot of the time, yes, but I do think okay. So, so especially <laughs> now that we're like talking about it, on I this, know, I on know, this medium. But uh, so this is. Uh, this I think is, people would like this song if you know, like these melodies and these songs and the way that the vocals are arranged. I think people would be like, "This is really good." If it was Jeff Tweedy writing the lyrics, for sure. Like, you know what I mean? Like, or like somebody they would like. Because I get the lyrics are juvenile to a degree. Dude, I'm gonna defend the. I'm gonna defend this yeah. on my own. I I actually think this is good. I I yeah. I, I actually yeah, that? thought taking what's funny is that's gonna make the fans more mad than anything negative we say. About no, no. no. Yeah, what, yeah. I, what I mean is like I'm not saying it in like ah uh, this time of like I think that for a breakup song this is a good like yeah. Uh, will you tell your friends you had a gun to my head? Like that's a good breakup line. I yeah. mean, the breakups yeah. are fucking c- tricky. And like that is, I I don't know. I think that's. I think that was good. I think I and also, as far as the genre goes, this guy's voice is great. He does this thing the right way. He yeah. he has a he has the right voice for this. This is one of the few times this has happened on the podcast where someone sends us a playlist where I'm like, oh shit, I actually really like that guy's voice. Yeah. Yeah. So often he's I'm really annoyed good by at someone's this voice. Thing, I think yeah. he's great at this voice. Yeah. So. Um, uh. And the, their songs, I have an affinity for bands whose songs can, trans, can translate to like a stripped down sound, like if it's acoustic. I've heard the acoustic version of this, and it's great. Yeah, they yeah. can do it very well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I don't know how it holds up now. I haven't listened to it in years, truly. Yeah. But um, I, like, I have an affinity for somebody who can do it with all the glitz and all the production totally. and then break it down to like a, so- like a songwriting element. For sure. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, uh, which let's is, see. This is a song about a boy who finds out his girlfriend is cheating on him and is confronting her about it. He tells her that he already knows and tell and tells her that he'll kill himself for her. I don't love that. <laughs> uh, he says he knows he should hate her, but he doesn't. That part, I, that I'm last line, into. I can. You know, like when you're mad <laughs> yeah. at a at a partner and you don't hate him, but you know it's like done. Yeah, that is a feeling anybody can identify with. I don't know about the suicide shit at yeah, all. Yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> not good. I mean, I do know. Fuck that. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah. Uh, the, the problem I'm finding with a lot of it is, like, they while he can sing and they are a good band and they sound good, there's not a lot of um, personal responsibility in the lyrics. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dude... The only thing is that's that's music sometimes. For sure, that's, and that's a perspective. That's art. Like, a lot of comedy you'll watch is the same way. Like, yeah. you'll hear somebody do jokes about a breakup or something. There's no personal responsibility. I kind of don't like when people do that on stage a little bit. Um, no, I like having a perspective. I, I Yeah, yeah I like, you know, like when people are like, why, like yeah, you don't I did write, this. You can maybe write jokes right away after you go through something. But you need to be ready to change them too. Yeah, when you, yeah. When you get enough distance from them, for sure. I yeah. kind of hate jokes that are static, where it's like, I'm a victim. I not like you can't be a victim, but in a, like especially in a breakup thing, where it's like, or like a dating thing, where it's yeah. like, oh, all people are like this. Like, oh yeah, the my wife, she's a bitch. Yeah, I, I'm just quoting Tommy's jokes <laughs> now, and that's not right. We have to pay well, him like, for that. Like a, it's like a you know, like like like. Wh- it's very, you know, like it's. I think like it's hard for people to. It's always hard for to take responsibility. Yeah, you know, and like, like whether even like 
you know, like when you're putting it into art, like comedy or music or anything, really, uh, the poignant stuff like relies on whoever's providing the narrative uh, actually taking some responsibility. At some For sure. Point, you know, like, or, you know, it can be a little like, did, well, did you do, what did you do? You know, like, dude, because it starts in a good national. place most of the time. What? Check out the national if you want to hear some shit like this. <laughs> oh, they I love the say, national. They yeah. sing a lot. Of, yeah. I what? should live in salt for leaving you behind. Yeah. Uh, what a, uh, well, I did. I had that thing. Like I had a bit I did on my album though. I said, you know, I, I th- I'm not sure I'm in a good relationship. I just don't think I'm in a bad one, <laughs> uh, which yeah. is like, was true. Like I, I know there were good things about the relationship and I love her and I, I was very, and at one point I was very much in love with her, but like, it just wasn't bad at one point. It was just existing, Mm -hmm. you know, and that was from my perspective. Yeah. And in hers, she was still very much in love and I should have the courage to either try to fix it or get done. And then I drove her to a point of madness with it. Uh, That's like that. Taking yeah. back Sunday. Yeah, taking back Sunday. <laughs> taking back Sunday that. Shit. There's a taking back Sunday lyric. Also, I've think, had a second uh, drink, if guys. <laughs> oh, yeah, I love this. It's very, for, for limited perspective wise, there's a taking back Sunday lyric where he says, December never gets this cold where I come from, and you know I'm not one for complaining. And it's like, oh man. You have been complaining for this twenty whole, years straight. These three <laughs> you albums. Can't say I'm not one for complaining. Yeah, I know. And that's like that is the issue. Because like, like the music, I still yeah. The music, like lyrically, like what is charged in these things is like clearly what the issue was going to. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. when I was listening to it today, I was like, "This is going to come out." <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny. You were like, "I'm coming in fired up." <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's listen to more of your playlists because we are deep into this pod. This is the song Miami. Bonito, ami, ami. <laughs> I had a friend who thought this was called. This song was Miami. <laughs> Miami, are you okay? Are you okay, Miami? <laughs> I could defend them too. This is a little more like some of the lyrics are a little like more like this is like one of not their later more recent albums, but I think this is like one of the ones where he's like, "All right, well you're 30 now, yeah, yeah trying a little more." But there's definitely some still a lot of bones in that bag. <laughs> uh, lead singer Adam Lazara mentioned on his Formspring account that this was his favorite song from past albums that he had written. It is speculated that the song is about his former alcohol-slash-drug abuse that got particularly bad while he was staying in Miami. The lyrics, you have to, you just have to trust me, whoever I was, then I could never be again, refer to how he has since recovered and changed as a person. This is 
song for the Miami Heat 2012 NBA title run. <laughs> they played it for every game. You know who they lost to in 2011? Dallas Mavericks. That's my mighty squad. Yeah. Damn. We don't talk about 2006. Damn. Dirty Dirk. Dirty Dirk. Those damn refs. Yeah. Uh, they did. I hate him. Um, I'm just, it cost cost us so another right. half hour. Oh my rest. god! If you want to fuck, <laughs> and I just, uh, then I'll really identify with taking back Sunday and having my heart broken. <laughs> Let's yeah. see. We we forgot to check in with Facebook. I feel like we should do a real quick little okay. uh, Facebook check in. Um, give me just a sec here to find what people have to say. Uh, our buddy from Texas, Yusuf H. Roach, says, "I gotta make." God damn sure. <laughs> I got to make damn sure I listen to this one. I had it gotten there, uh, which I thought was fun. And someone else wrote, I came here to make this joke. <laughs> uh, Ronnie Fleming says, with John Nolan is better than without John Nolan. What do you think? I agreed. Agreed. All right. The, their, their lightning in the bottle moment was definitely with him in the band. Mm. Uh, John Bilancini, not to go back into this, but he's a sweet boy who, uh, check out his podcast. I believe it's called 1994. Um, it's a good time. Uh, he wrote, in retrospect, this whole genre is gross. It's so women are uncaring bitches and we are mistreated guys. Also, please discuss these lines. The truth is you could slit my throat and with my one last gasping breath, I'd apologize for bleeding on your shirt. shirt. I gotta be honest. I think that's a good line. I think that's pretty good. good to know. I that's in one of the songs you gave us. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Which uh, which song is that? Let's I can't. Uh, it might be make damn sure. I don't know. No, it's no, not, no, no. Uh, it's not flicker fade, is it? No, that's yeah. Uh, so maybe nice. it's not. It's uh, it could be. Let me see. Yeah, I, I can tell if I looked at him. Uh, oh, it's going to be your so last summer. Yeah. Let's listen to your so last summer. I believe this is the video with Flava Flav. I'm pretty I think sure. it's right. Yeah, yeah I think yeah. you're right. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. It's great. I like that. Yeah. I think that's a good line. You know what? I re- it's funny. I maybe I'm way off. But some of that song has a little less like, like women are shitty and not taking responsibility. Yeah, I don't think that's feels- what John was talking. I think he was. This was two yeah, separate. I'm, I'm, what I'm saying yeah, is yeah, like yeah. that song feels a little bit less like that. Yeah, not that for that sure. is just washed away. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, let's see some song facts. This song seems to be about a couple who split up during the summer and are expressing how they feel about the relationship. <laughs> The girl's spit is the first verse. She cheated on him, but it didn't mean anything compared to what he feels. The grass stain on my knees don't mean a thing. Uh, so the she second was doming some guy up in the grass? That's yeah, That's kind of what I think that's about, right? <laughs> doming him up. 
Romancing. <laughs> yeah, she romanced me with her mouth, if you know what I mean. Uh, the second verse is the guy telling the girl he can't lie to her and uh, that he's missed her and he forgives her no matter what. If you could slip my throat. Yeah, that we just read that. The chorus is saying they miss each other. They should hate each other, but don't. Yeah, that's... And I don't relate to this. That... Well, that like is a feeling that's, that's clearly relatable. Like when you're like, I, this was not a good relationship anymore, and you're like, but I just miss him, and it's like, and then you realize, like, because it's familiar or whatever. Sure, sure yeah, sure. you know, like, and then like your your buddies or whoever or yourself are just like, get your fucking shit together. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I do like that the website is called Song Facts, and it yeah. opens with it seems to be. <laughs> it seems to be. Now, if you're yeah. asking me, <laughs> just a, just an un. An uneducated fella. <laughs> I really oh, think that song's about the Bay of Pigs. <laughs> now, you may have just found a fella like me out by the river. <laughs> Brass stains on my knees? Sure. <laughs> it's dirty out here. <laughs> working, I got a silk dick for offspray out here. <laughs> I love the offspring. <laughs> um... Uh, our buddy uh, Diego Lopez says, I was invited to come do karaoke in the Lower East Side back in 2010 by a friend. What? I got there and there was a couple. <laughs> that's the end of it. <laughs> oh, you have friends, Diego? Get fucked. I'm going to fuck that guy. How much up vodka did you put in these drinks? I'm, I feel like I'm going to be regretting this podcast. <laughs> that's the trick. It's not just vodka, it's speed. <laughs> well, that's, I don't know. I've never done speed. What did Diego say? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so he did karaoke with some guys. He said, I got there, and there was a couple of guys I didn't know there with this in the private room. One little guy was singing the Beatles, I Want to Hold Your Hand, and was nailing it. Later on the walk home, I told my friend how impressed I was with the singing, to which he responded, he's the lead singer of Taking Back Sunday. <laughs> that was the whole band we were just hanging out with. So That's pretty cool. I like apparently that Apparently that guy can sing, I want to hold your hand. That's a great story. If you had stories like that, post them on our Facebook. That's you pretty know? cool. I did hear that he sang, I want to cut your wrist, which I <laughs> thought was weird. but <laughs> I, I I can't like get through this without talking about, if you haven't seen it, Whitmer Thomas's like being in an emo band bit. I think I have. It is I don't the think I have, funniest yeah. fucking thing no, you were just telling me about this. Yeah, because he'll just be like, yeah, because he, I, he like, he was in an emo band and he talks about it uh, on stage. But he has a bit where he just talks about. It. He's like, it's a, uh, it's the kind of music where you're like, and you could slip my throat and I'd say thank you for touching me. <laughs> uh, that's so funny. That yeah. It's basically yeah, and like and Whitmer, like he's the so voice funny. like nails yeah. it and it's, and then he goes on and it's like. That's not even the tip of the iceberg, like because it's yeah, like a sure. seven minute chunk, <laughs> and it just goes for. It's so fucking funny. That's awesome. Uh, Mike Carrozza says they fell off after Louder. Now F- Fred left and the band died. Uh, Steve Vanderplug says one time Adam was swinging his mic around so hard that he knocked out their guitarist, and that's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> I do he like does that. Do, yeah, there um, is a video of them on YouTube getting back together with their like. I guess they're a pure lineup or whatever. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, yeah. uh, they're they're like a New Jersey band, but I think some of them are from like all over. Mm-hmm. And they come out and people lose their fucking Damn. minds. It is crazy. Like, and it's like you know, and it's just, it's like in a rock club, but like maybe that holds like a thousand people or something. But they come. Out, I just couldn't believe how fucking nuts these people were going. Well, cra- they did. They got introduced as Louis C.K., which yeah. I thought was interesting. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody, tune in again next week. Where- <laughs> 
yeah, I believe you're right. Amy Deville, New York, uh, uh, is where they are from. Yeah, Eddie Ray, guitarist Real. Eddie Ray's and uh, Reyes. Uh, Ray's, <laughs> yeah, Ray's and guitarist Jesse Lacey. Um, yeah, founded them in uh, in Amityville. Yeah, I was which is where that horror took yeah. place, and where that horror took place. If, you're, yeah. apparently, if you like this sort of music, you'd like that sort of joke. I can see like a record executive telling him they couldn't call the album the Amityville Horror. Like yeah. they really wanted to. <laughs> like, you can't. You just can't do it. This a lot of this music really does make the smell the glove joke from Spinal Tap seem like so tame. <laughs> Uh, let's listen to some more of your playlists. We got, we got a. Uh, yeah, we got This, this is up. going crazy long. How long? But is it's this been like, so fun. I'm, let's listen like to some hours. flicker fade. We are great. deep into this bad boy. Let's not worry about, about God time. yet. Yeah, yeah, or <laughs> sex. <laughs> Flicker fade. Why this song, Shane? I uh, this is uh, this is one from one of the more recent albums, I mm-hmm. think, and it seems a little more mature to me. Mm. Uh, but uh, and I'm also a little drunk now, so I this, is from, <laughs> this is from Happiness is You're like yeah. a flicker faded. Uh, <laughs> well, if you want uh, Stigler twenty three to take over. He says, my interpretation sounds like another song about a relationship, and, but how it's deteriorating slash fading. The song about fire and sex, I assume, is Sex on Fire by Kings of Leon. Which this guy me, sucks. Which leads me to the song maybe about cheating and feeling guilty also. How many could, times were they cheated on? <laughs> like a I these guys. Like, who's cheating on rock stars <laughs> yeah. all the time? They get cheated on so There's a line in the song, he's like, why, in this song he says, I wonder why it always ends, and wonder why it always ends the same. Yeah. If it's not about him feeling that yeah, way, maybe it's you, yeah, if, buddy. Yeah, like then, then this is like sociopathic. Hey, hey, because Bella? it does seem like, because like just listening to all these lyrics, yeah, it's like he's the same way in every song, yeah. right? And in this one, one of the more recent ones, he said, "I'm giving him the benefit of the doubt." Here. Uh-huh. I understand. Uh-huh. This, Unlike Aaron, seems Lewis. like a huge leap. Yeah, I tried to give. I, I tried to give everybody the benefit of the doubt. I'm not like you. I, <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, but he says that he's like he's like uh, do it. All, what does he say? Something like do it all the same and wonder why it always ends the same mm. way or something like that. Uh-huh. And you're like, okay, maybe. Hopefully, you're saying this about yourself at this point. You know, mm. like there needs to be some responsibility to this fucking to these lyrics. Like, like it's like something's got to be your fault, right? At some yeah. point, 
That's what I hope. This you can't get about. yeah eight albums worth of breakups and none of them yeah, are on shit. you. Yeah, and I know like this is not a. You cannot listen to these whole albums at our ages now, <laughs> and be like and take yourself seriously in the middle of a break. <laughs> you know, like you're like you're like you're doing too much, buddy. Yeah. Like yeah. too fucking grown for that. Yeah, Man. but uh, at some point it is on them. Yeah, yeah how many times they've been cheated on? You're right. I'm starting to think these taking back Sunday guys. Should be low be in church a little bit more. Oh, wow. guys. <laughs> we uh, went so I am drunk. <laughs> <laughs> this listen. is gonna be. Oh God, I hope I don't regret this. Yo, you're doing great. Uh, let's listen to your lo- so last summer. Okay. We already listened. Listen. Listen. <laughs> yeah. You're drunk. Uh, hey, you're drunk. <laughs> no, I only uh, had one. You guys had two. Uh, oh, here we go. Yeah. A Let's have another one. Under the Influence right. <laughs> is a perfect song to listen to because it's about I do love this addiction problem. Turn it up. Shut up. It has a, decade a decade under Taking Back Sunday lead singer Adam has described this song as being about one of the most awkward car rides I was ever a part of. (laughs) Awkward. (laughs) He was living in Long Beach, Long Island and drove to Camden, New Jersey for a Coldplay concert. What made it so awkward was that he was driving there with his ex-girlfriend. They had recently broken up and were not getting along, which made for a difficult and mostly silent trip. It's so funny that they were going to see Coldplay. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> or is it extremely predictable? <laughs> Doggy, this yeah. was uh, this was a big time for Coldplay. This was released in 2004, so that means that Coldplay was, I think, had, had not put out X and Y yet. So that means they were probably touring on Russia Blood to the Head, which is a great fucking album. Is it? I haven't oh, that song. hell yeah. Damn. If you could write these lyrics from the other person's perspective, it would be bordering on genius. Yeah. You, know? <laughs> you know, like yeah, like it would be like, oh, this guy is like really taking responsibility for yeah. something. <laughs> but Man. that's a uh, you know also problematic at the time, I suppose. Yeah, I was so obsessed with that song. When it was a great. Song. That's a great song. No, it's funny because hearing this I can still listen to that song and get amped to hear oh, it. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. fun. I've got a bad. Somebody commented on the status. I've got a bad feeling about this, and I hadn't heard the song yet. And I was like, "Hey, fuck you, buddy!" I've got a good feeling. I'm pissed. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's it's so incredibly hard to defend. I've got and, a feeling. <laughs> but like the like it's mixed well, it's produced well, it all totally. sounds good. You know, yeah. It's very, 
their vocal arrangements are always cool. Yeah. yeah as lame as just to say, you know what I mean? Yeah. I, I was so blown away as like a teen. I was like, wait, you can have two singers? What the fuck is this? Uh, oh, yeah. You you're were like, both? <laughs> why? why is there a third guitar? What is this? Some kind of novelty act? <laughs> <laughs> and then, That's probably why they all quit. They None of them felt like integral. Ooh. Could be. Integral back Sunday. <laughs> I hit the mic. <laughs> This, so the next song is called I Am Fred Astaire. <laughs> oh, we're going to have to leave all this. <laughs> integral back Oh, I'm integrating. Wow. That was so strong. What are we doing after? We're I going... didn't realize I made this so strong. Are we going to a bar? I have a show. <laughs> is it at a bar? Yeah. Quit doing that. It's scary. <laughs> Set you more. These are just songs I remember loving, and now I'm like, you are such an asshole for life. No, Shane! I'm getting upset with myself. <laughs> no. This music no. is not helping. I thought I was progressing as a man, and I am not. I'm drunk, and I'm listening to Taking Back Sunday with my buddies, and there are no girls here. Good. <laughs> I am sorry for everything. JK. JK. This is a nice little time. <laughs> I, I forgot to eat. That's what happened. That's oh, why I'm but so yeah, I don't. I feel like good. an emo fan. I forgot to eat Jeez. for the first time in my fucking life. That's, your clothes are draping over. You, feel, you look like a skinny little bitch right now. <laughs> Wait, I, I've never been skinny. You're a skinny oh. little bitch. Sorry, I just had good shoulders. Try it. Out. <laughs> you do. Have, oh, oh, you're gonna body shame me now? Yeah, We're yeah, trying to lift you up, you Old son of a bitch. Pudding cups. What the hell? Hell yeah. Okay, this means. song is the reason it's good. <laughs> it's uh, there by your bed. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here first, folks. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, one person wrote, uh, this is Lalai. Wrote <laughs> that's the that's the commenter wrote. I haven't read all the comments, but I don't think he literally means light switches. I think he means he tried to piss someone off in every way he possibly could because he knew they were right about something. Damn. Yeah. But what do you think about this? From Panoramic Ooh. on August Already on April thirteenth, twenty uh thirteenth. They wrote the Fred Astaire reference is probably just an allegory for the artful dance he makes out of destroying whatever relationship he's in. He's choreographed every Giving move. Him a lot of credit. Yeah. <laughs> he's so choreographed funny, yeah. every move and every word to the point where he seems to be practically emotionally disconnected to the fights. And he's just following a dance. The last lines, it used to take uh, so much more. I used to, too. Sort of seems to imply that these days he's readily given up on trying to care anymore and just dances his way through his problems. Damn. So I read an interview with Taking Back Sunday where they said that the song titles mean nothing. <laughs> and they literally will get them from like flipping around the TV and like waiting to find a phrase they like. Really? For, for the song titles. Yeah, not yeah. for the lyrics, but for the titles. So it's so funny that that guy wrote this like poignant long thing based on the title that they definitely did not give a shit about. <laughs> Fuck, that's funny. I think it's uh, really funny that people refer to Taking Back Sunday as TBS. Very, Very funny, funny. <laughs> in fact. <laughs> 
<laughs> Hell yeah. Check Same out the last boys. OG. Check out the last OG. On I do CBS. like that show. If you watch it's it, it's very good. I watched the Tiffany Haddish, great. baby. So, yeah. Uh, Tracy Morgan, who was a psycho on our show. Check it out. Stand it's by quite your band. A, yeah, he <laughs> came <laughs> on the show. Stand by your band. He came on the show. He defended the sound of a man shitting. He said it's music. He did Death for Cutie. It was really good. Actually, he knows a lot about transatlanticism. We need to have somebody come on. I finally went to the darkness. Beautiful. Shane, you've done a great job. I tried. I am. I am taking a few Advil in the morning. Oh no! I am sorry. Deep into this podcast. Uh, I just what an asshole I am. No, you're the fucking band. best, dude. This has been such a fun time. We this started so strong. I straight up thought this would be an hour of a show, if that. And not I to say that if it shows an hour, it's bad. It's just that I thought we were going to like be how done many, with this. How one. long have we been on here? It it's feels been like, an hour and 40 minutes. It seems like days. <laughs> We've had a great time. You said what it a, was an hour and 40 minutes, but it felt like days. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm going to go. felt like days. <laughs> So I've been Felt thinking. like days. <laughs> Hit the harmony, Tommy. Felt <laughs> like days. And then you left, and then it felt like days. <laughs> okay, so. I am sorry. We, uh. <laughs> We, we got to rate the podcast. The po- we got to rate the playlist, not the podcast. I give the podcast a 10. 10. You should yes. give it a five on iTunes. Oh, if my God. I really hope this isn't the end All of right. the podcast. This Six is songs. the end of the podcast, my man. I knew no, I mean forever. <laughs> oh, this is the last episode. People are going to boycott it after this, after the things we've said and I'm done. scratching my chin with the microphone. <laughs> that is bad. <laughs> uh, the three I knew I loved, talking Q without the E. Yeah. Talking uh, Your Soul Last Summer. Yeah. And talking Decade Under the Influence. You didn't know the Fred Astaire one? I had not heard it, but I still liked it. Okay. Of the three I didn't know, that was the one I liked. The other two, not for me. Yeah. But, so I would say a four out of six, but it is the summer of smoothies, <laughs> which means I add two points to every score, <laughs> which gives Taking Back Sunday a perfect six out of six. <laughs> this is so oh! annoying. Yes! What did I decide the opposite of smoothies was last week? <laughs> what is this show? <laughs> I'm not. I'm Wait a second. This is a WTF. <laughs> all right. All right. Pow. I just smoothie shit in my pants. <laughs> Brought you. to you by <laughs> Squarespace. Um, uh, I will say, so I would give this, I think I really enjoyed this. It's not something I would necessarily listen to. Yeah, regularly. you can't put, it put me in a mood all day. For sure, it was, yeah. but it was fun. I didn't care that much about Miami, but I even liked that. Q without an e, the E, I really liked. Flicker Fade, I really enjoyed. Um, you should listen to the acoustic version. It's very nice. Of uh, uh, Q without the E? Uh, we'll, end, oh, we'll end the show with that if we can find it on here. It's on YouTube. Oh, well, then we will not be doing that. Yeah, <laughs> she had in trouble YouTube or something? YouTube is a pain in the ass. Okay. No, it's it's fine, but it's it's just hard. Okay, well, I mean, I guess I came on here for nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I think I, I would feel... Uh, like a no, fraud if I didn't give this at least a 4.25. I didn't... It's not like everything on here was something that I was obs- I, I was crazy about, yep. but it, I, I didn't hate any of it, which is shocking. I don't think there's ever been a playlist on here of a band that I wasn't already into, yeah. that there at least wasn't something I hated. Mm. I really liked this whole playlist. I, I It's fun enough, but you can't do it all the time. For sure. Yeah. yeah. But I You know do, what? I, it, it, like, it gets... It is... A good version of the kind of thing it is. Totally. Like, it's a very good version of the kind of music it is, I think. Yeah. And I do... Uh, 
musically, I enjoy it enough to like where I can yeah. not be like, this is boring as shit. For it sure. doesn't feel that way to me. Yeah. yeah. Uh, where there is a yin to every yang, uh, a darkness to every light, a juice to every smoothie. There it is. <laughs> uh, I well will played. be giving it the green juice factor. And what I will say, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna change. And you're my familiar score. with the green juice factor. You know this. You know. You understand this. You were familiar with this before you came. Does it have vodka in it? This juice. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I, I'm gonna, re- I'm gonna. Revisionist history, my score, and change it to a four point eight because I I can't I don't know why I gave it a four point two five because I re- the more I think about it the more I enjoyed it but this juice Ooh. this dirty dirty green I, kale juice if I can give it knocks it down to a four <laughs> I'm gonna give it a four point three given the juice score given the juice and what do you think Shane I taking it in its context and all the and the insightful writing from uh. I can't remember her name. The one from Medium. Was it a Medium.com? Uh, yes. Yeah, yeah, there was a Medium.com. Was, she, she, does shed, she does shed a lot of light on it. I am going to give it a 1.2. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> no, I, I'm going to give it a 5. I still like it. I can't help oh, it, yeah. it, it. It strikes a chord. You're going under 6. You're going to go 5? Yeah, I'll give it like, All right. a, five, like a... I could even give it 5.5. Five. But like, she, right. like, what she says in there is true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And... So it's like it's hard for me to not like knock it a little bit, even yeah. as much as I enjoy it. Fair enough. Yeah. yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. All right. That's a great score overall. I was shocked by enjoying this music. I, I'm happy that I listened to it. Shane, I'm happy I got to spend some fellowship with you. Yeah, baby. <laughs> spend some fellowship. Have some next fellowship week with you. When I defend Christianity. <laughs> what if we, wait, can we just have you on every week from now on? Yeah, yeah, you're yeah, the but, new third mic. Yeah. We're only going to have. I would do third eye blind in a second. We could have another third eye blind. We haven't done that. In I, a I don't. I don't do sloppy seconds. Then I Damn. will do. No, no. Come on. I can't do. Who else? Do did sloppy sex. Uh, Teresa Lee. Oh, never. right. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She did okay, third eye blind. She's do... a San Francisco treat. <laughs> we can figure this out later. Baby, I love you way. Baby, I love you way. She said, Baby, I love you way. We have got to end this podcast. Why? It's so fun. <laughs> Everyone's still show. listening. <laughs> Guys, thank you so much if you listen uh, the whole yeah, way through. That's fucking impressive. We love you. Get on the Patreon. We're sending out koozies for everybody above the $6 level. We'll, we'll put some <laughs> more send bonus. Out uh, Come we'll to my on. show Friday at Union Hall. Hey, uh, come, and yeah, what's your yeah. it's uh, Tommy Tommy's McNamara's beach bag. Beach bag. Yeah, I'm so weird. Uh, come to I see don't have anything to do Friday live. night. I'd love to do a spot. <laughs> come over. <laughs> come, yeah, come watch the show. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I I'm also not on it, so yeah. I'll yeah, be. There. I've never I even I haven't even been it. asked. It's weird. Oh, yeah, hey, I hear you, buddy. So, but so anyway, I get I get asked to do the podcast. This is literally how I got booked on Martin Urbano's show, doing this exact joke. That's weird. So it worked. Martin, <laughs> Martin did put me on his show. <laughs> Come to stand it's... by your band live. Uh, <laughs> yeah, do that. Do that. Mid July, I can't remember the date, but we'll plug it. Soon. Yeah, we're, yeah, you do. We're that. gonna do a battle of bands. Probably a lineup you've heard recently. <laughs> I do. Jimmy World. Oh, yeah, that'd be fun. That'd be I fun. love him. Come Have do you it. ever bled American? Really? Yep. <laughs> Thanks for listening, guys. Uh, Shane, is there anything you, you want to plug? When here? does this come out? It's coming out Wednesday. Wednesday. Okay. Uh, shit. <laughs> I'll be at the Denver Improv uh, next week. Um, so the last weekend of August, or uh, 
Shit June. I'll be a, yeah, all, yeah, uh, shit <laughs> June. You can check out old Shaney. Uh, yeah, I'll be at seven shows, and then I'll be at the uh, Vermont Comedy Club July 11th and 12th, and I'll be in yeah. Dublin, Ireland at the Vodafone Festival. That's awesome. My man. And, uh, July 27, 8, 9. That's so sick. Check out Shane. He's so fucking funny. Thank you. Uh, this has been a long Oh, can I plug show. my podcast? It's yeah. Of course. Yeah. yeah. It's called... <laughs> <laughs> just kidding i do uh, it's called uh title to be determined actually but uh the show is where i interview somebody about what's going on in their life and then i interview them again six months later i love oh, this friend you yeah. cool. talked about this i yeah, think it's great it's probably to be called like uh the last time i saw you or That's something great. Like that. oh, yeah. yeah so but it'll be out in six months i got already got uh six first halves of the episodes in hell yeah That's really cool yeah that's yeah. so sick yeah uh, check that out. Like I said, check us out at Caroline's. Check out Tommy's show. Uh, check out me at JFL42 in Toronto uh, coming this fall. And uh, come see me if you're in a Montreal listener. I think we got a few Montreal pissheads. Uh, come see me and Nikki tape a live you up at JFL in Montreal at the end of July. Thanks for listening, guys. Uh, rate and review on iTunes if you're liking the pod. And you know what? How about you keep it crispy? Smoke weed every day. <laughs>